Good morning. Today is Wednesday, January 13th, 2021. I'm your host, Evan George, and welcome to Bostopian News. And here's what's happening in the news today. Massachusetts officials are preparing next month to launch the most ambitious phase of the COVID-19 vaccination program, which is to try to inoculate every state resident at age 75 or older. However, it is very possible that the 450,000 high-risk residents over 75 will begin receiving the vaccination that first week. Currently, the state has 119 smaller vaccination sites, but this Tuesday, it was announced that Gillette Stadium in Foxborough would be tapped as the state's first regional mass vaccination site. Of course, we are still delayed because of not just a faulty sign-up page, But just on basic supply, as of last Thursday, the state has received 328,000 doses, which is not nearly enough to begin the next phase of vaccination. Let's hope that the new administration at the federal level will use the Defense Production Act to begin increasing the supply and getting this vaccine in as many people's arms as possible. Charlie Baker signed six bills all of which will have statewide implications yesterday. I won't go through all of them, but the sexual assault bill now requires campuses to provide free access to sexual assault crisis services and to have a confidential resource provided to help victims connect with services and explore their options for reporting, along with a series of other provisions. The so-called beer bill will finally let smaller breweries, those which produce fewer than 250,000 barrels of beer a year to basically break their ties with larger distributors without having to provide good cause, perhaps setting up more independent breweries in Massachusetts's future. Some of the bills were to modernize the governing of credit unions. Another would now require sewage systems that discharge pollutants into a public body of water to notify the public within two hours which I feel like we might need a little bit more than a two-hour's notice if you're dumping sewage into bodies of water, but maybe that's a different conversation for a different day. And also a commission was created to recommend changes to the state seal and state motto, which Native American communities for years now have been calling racist. However, the three big bills that were passed have still not been signed yet, and let's discuss one of them now. Developers and real estate groups are lobbying Charlie Baker to veto the climate bill, saying that the costs of updating new building requirements are too severe to try to prevent ecological collapse. It seems the major point of contention is one sentence from the bill, which would allow cities and towns to adopt rules requiring new buildings to be net zero. And while that term is not defined within the bill itself, net zero emissions means that you are not admitting more man-made greenhouse gases into the atmosphere than you are removing those gases from the atmosphere. And a net zero building refers to a building where the total amount of energy used is equal or less than the amount of renewable energy created on the site itself. So think of a house that has a solar panel, which meets all of its energy needs. And now, even though the Massachusetts Democratic Party has super majorities in both houses, 
because they did not end up passing this bill until literally the last day, for that reason, Baker cannot send the bill back with amendments because that legislative session is over. He can either sign it, explicitly veto it, or simply not sign it in what is referred to as a pocket veto, and it never becomes law and just sits on his desk. I am unsure when the new legislative session could simply repass the same bill, force Baker to a decision, and override his veto. But for now, I would call Charlie Baker's office and encourage him to sign the climate bill. Staying with Charlie Baker, this past Tuesday, he talked about how glad he was that he vetoed the part of the police reform bill which would have banned facial recognition software from being used by the state police, pointing to the events of the right-wing group storming the Capitol this past Wednesday as justification. However, this is complete lunacy, and the idea that you need facial recognition software to be applied to all members of the public while they are walking down public streets to catch a group of criminals that were live posting on their own pages yelling their own names is absurd and further points to how our authoritative state will use the events of last Wednesday to double down on the Patriot Act and the erosion of our civil liberties under the guise of security, which again, as we saw last Wednesday, do not actually exist to keep us safe. That's going to do it for today's episode. Tomorrow, I have another early morning, so I might not be able to get this podcast out. Maybe I'll do it later on the afternoon. I'll check my schedule, but I will be back on Friday. And as always, you can get a 60-second video version of this on TikTok. But besides that, take care. Please continue to support the show wherever you find it by boosting it on your social media. And have a great rest of your day.